Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Parker here. It is your host, Parker here. Uh, I have a special guest with me today. I know it's been a little bit since we've done a pod finals and whatnot. Um, I'm a comm major. I actually didn't have any finals, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to wait until my brother was in town, Bryson, um, to talk a little hockey. Uh, the hockey playoffs just started, and uh, and I know the NBA is going on as well, and I'm going to hop on and do a pod later this week. Um talking NBA stuff, got second round action going on, but we're just going to hit, we're going to hit the hockey today and it's going to be a dope pod. I'm super excited. Um, Bryson is somewhat of an expert. He coached hockey for a little bit, so I guess we can call him an expert. Can you coach hockey if you never played it? Uh, you absolutely can, especially if you're an intern coach. And I believe interns are technically experts. So, well, uh, right, I, yeah. am, I am an the head expert. coach isn't an expert. It's like he hires the interns because Correct. they're experts. Absolutely. So I, I pretty much did everything. <laughs> I did all the game plans. I right. ran, you know, I ran the power play. I ran the PK. I did. Yeah. I did all of it. So yeah. all that stuff just really involved. Where was that at again? <laughs> Uh, Weber State, right, uh, right. ACHA Division Two. Yeah. M- people are more familiar with the NCAA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say I, so. <laughs> I wasn't NCAA per se, <laughs> yeah. uh, but the ACHA is just very, right, very right. similar. Yeah, very right similar. there below it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, no, he's you know he loves watching. He's got a real passion for it, and you know he's pretty knowledgeable. So yeah, so he'll be on with me today, just talking NHL. Um, I, I want to open with a little bit of of how I've been feeling watching the NHL playoffs. And I wanted to put together a list. I didn't end up doing it. But I believe that the Stanley Cup playoffs are the most intense sporting event that exists. And I realized it's because it's like it's inherently intense based on just strictly how the game is played, right? A, a, a line shift, you're only going to be on the ice for a minute and a half, right? That's, that's probably yeah, a pretty, that, that's even a long shift, right? That's uh, most, probably most even a long are, shift. You know, fifty seconds. So you're on the ice for fifty seconds. All you're doing is giving everything you have for fifty seconds, like, and then you put it in the playoffs in a seven game series. And it's like these guys, it's just so intense for three straight hours. It's like the last, I was talking to a buddy who loves soccer and I was like, it's like the last 15 minutes of a soccer game, right? Where everybody's just going balls to the wall. They're trying to score a goal. Like they're down by one, whatever. Everybody's trying so hard. It's like that for three literal hours. The only other sport that I feel like you really, I mean, you obviously have the rugby's of the world, and rugby's obviously very intense. But like, when you're giving 110, percent I feel like it's football. But you're only doing it for 10 seconds, and then the play's over, and then you have a three minute break, right? And it breaks up that intensity. But hockey's literally just three straight hours of the most intense skating and the physicalness of it, and the skill of it, the hand-eye coordination, the foot-eye coordination. It's so intense and so dope. And I realized that it might be literally my favorite sporting event to watch. Like, I love I love the NFL playoffs. That's always going to be up there. I love the NBA finals, right? Like, a game seven in the NBA is probably my, fi- my single favorite sporting event to watch. But just, like, as a whole, the Stanley Cup playoffs, dude, they are so 
bloody intense. Yeah, that's really why I love hockey so much. I, I obviously am a huge football and basketball guy as well, but the speed and intensity at which hockey goes for three hours is so much fun to me, even in the regular season. I mean, it is these dudes are skating, you know, 15, 20 miles an hour, slamming each other into the boards and they're taking hits, they're taking checks. And it just takes one awkward bounce to score a goal or a perfectly placed shot over the goalie's glove. You know, I mean, it's, it's so, it is so intense and it's, it's, uh, it's fun to be a part of because, you know, you just, you get so invested in it's, uh, you know, one awkward bounce and you're down one Oh, or one good bounce and you're up one Oh. And I mean, I don't know. It just is, it's so intense. No, it really is. Like I think about this all the time, right? Cause every coach wants to instill in you. It's like you give 100% effort all the time and eventually the ball is going to bounce your way, right? Like you're going to grab a loose ball and a call is going to go your way because you're being aggressive. Like do all of the little things at 100% and then, right, like you'll win games. But in hockey, it's it's literally so true and so obvious because the puck just catches like some of the craziest bounces. And it's like, yeah, that's what happens. Just give like that that last little bit of effort to reach your stick out and hit that puck like – and now you have a goal. It's anyway, it's awesome. I love it. Um, I'm all in on the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's really hard because there's obviously NBA, game, NBA games every night as well. Um, got a couple screens going at the same time, trying to watch everything, but it's so fun. And they do it for freaking 82 games. Like they have such a long regular season as well. Yeah. And, and uh, unlike the NBA, they play every other day. Yeah, even so. even when they switch cities. So they're literally playing every other day. And sometimes they're going, you know, double, triple overtime. So they're playing, you know, a legit 120 minutes of game time. Right. That's yeah. not even like you how know, long the game how is. Long the, like, yeah, yeah. Like actually 120 minutes of game time. And these dudes are turning around and playing, you know, yeah, so, so the day NBA, after next. The NBA does, right, the higher seed will have two home games, and then they'll switch and go on the road for the next two games. And when they switch cities, they rest for two days. Yeah. But in hockey, it's you play the two games on the road or at home, and then you switch, and you get a one day to travel, and then you're playing the next day. It's literally insane. They're Crazy. a different breed. <laughs> for they're, sure. They're a different breed. All right. I want to start with who, who's been the best team all year. Right, like who's the one that's, you know, you can always kind of have a feeling for it in the NBA. It's like, well, Phoenix looks really good, and the Bucks still look really good, right? That was kind of everybody's thing. Who was who was that? Was it Tampa Bay again? Because I heard that Tampa Bay was, you know, looking like they were going to go back to back to back. Um, you know, who was kind of that overall one seed of of the league? Yeah, so I would say it's uh, it's between the Colorado Avalanche and the Florida Panthers. Um, the Florida Panthers have been the highest scoring offense in the league in in a long time. Uh, I think they're averaging like somewhere near four and a half goals a game, which is just absolutely yeah, insane. That's, yeah, that's insane. And and their offense is just super high flying offense. They're putting tons of pucks on net. They're scoring tons of goals, and they're just lighting people up. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are 
such a good all-around team. They are yeah. so deep. All four lines can score on you. They have one of the best defensemen in the league in Kale McCarr, who's absolutely unreal. Yeah. He's the uh, favorite to win defenseman of the year. Yeah, he's the favorite to win win the Norris Trophy. Um, so it's definitely between the Avalanche and the Panthers. I would say um, the Avalanche are probably the best team in the league just because the Panthers are kind of young. Um and they make some really stupid mistakes. Uh, I feel like the Avalanche are just a little, a little more grounded. They have a little more yeah. veteran leadership. They lost in the, they lost last year in the second round, right? Uh, yes, they did. Yeah, the Avalanche lost in the second round, and they actually were predicted to win last year. Yeah. Um, but I get. I mean, they they That's still have a it's absolute a little, little power. Bit of like Milwaukee Bucks energy, where yeah. they haven't haven't really succeeded, but. Kind of kept their core together, and they're coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they're up 2-0 right now on the Nashville Predators. Do they play tonight? Uh, yes. Yep, Colorado plays uh, the Predators tonight. Well, that'll be exciting, except for for us. We're both Minnesota Wild fans, <laughs> um, and we would play them in the next round if we happen to advance. Minnesota Wild are playing St. Louis Blues. Got a 2-1 lead um, after winning last night, but... It's kind of beside the point. Are we going to do predictions for, uh, that, for that series? We can. I'm going to hop back oh, yeah, real sorry. quick, actually, I because I want to I want to get more of a grasp on like, not that I don't understand it because I'm obviously you know the host of the pod and I understand all of the questions that I'm asking. Naturally, I'm an expert. I'm the intern here. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um. No, but but what what do you believe really? And obviously, this is going to be subjective, but what makes the best team, right? Is it the high-flying offense? Is it getting pucks on net all the time? Or is it having a good defense, right? Is it is, I mean, obviously I know the goalie is huge, but like, you know, is it having the best defenseman and they're not even getting shots off because the defensemen are blocking all the shots? Like what really succeeds in the playoffs? Because in the regular season in the NBA, right, it's like, yeah, a high-scoring offense and a high-usage guy can get you pretty far, right? Luka Doncic can, can win you a lot of games and get you into the playoffs, but one at comes time for the playoffs you gotta have a better team than a better one player right and that's what we're seeing with the Suns and and the Mavs is the Suns are just a far better team than the Mavs are I know the Mavs won last night but you know when you have a high usage guy like that it's going to be harder for you to win in the playoffs what is it in hockey where it's like does the regular season translate exactly into the playoffs Yes and no. Um, again one thing I really really do enjoy about the NHL is that the regular season it's still so it's still intense. It's still yeah. so intense. It's still, still so competitive. It's night. still so physical. Um, and that can translate directly into the playoffs. I think the biggest thing uh, for the playoffs is having a solid goaltender. Uh, and the reason I say that is because you have to have the ability to stop pucks, especially because you're going to be taking penalties. Obviously, nobody wants to take a penalty, but you're going to be taking penalties, which means you're going when to be the game on is the... that important the intensity is that high, you're going to take penalties. Absolutely, which means you're going to be on the penalty kill. Yeah. So you're going to be five on four. What are some of those penalties? Uh, so it, like a hooking, uh, if you get the stick up horizontal and you, and you grab, the, you other grab the other player yeah. with the you know the crook of your stick, uh, a slash, if you hit them with your stick, a cross check if you uh now hitting him with your stick like you swing it like a bat right yeah if you keep you it swing, in both yeah. hands and, and hit him with it yeah that's so, allowed or it's a cross check <laughs> you just can't extend uh, you just you're yeah you're not supposed to extend right. if, if, you so extend, if you keep your stick on your chest and then hit him it's fine yeah yeah 
what well, most of the time kind of depends. A tripping uh, is a pretty common one, a hold. So, uh, you know, everybody has at least one hand on their stick, but what you do with that offhand, if you're grabbing jersey, if you got your arm around somebody, that's going to be a holding penalty. Right, or grabbing onto their stick. Or grabbing on, yeah, holding the stick, that's yeah. also another penalty. Um, a high stick, so if you get anywhere up in their face, like if you're trying to lift their stick and it accidentally comes up and hits yeah, them so, in the so chin or the nose. Yeah, so a pretty common defensive play in hockey is if somebody <clears throat> sticks on the ground or on the puck and they go to shoot, you just lift up their stick with your stick. Correct. But if you miss, you can get it up high and then catch them in the and face. And catch them in the penalty. face, and that's a penalty. Yeah. So uh, when you go on the penalty, you go a guy down, one guy goes in the penalty box, you play five on four for two minutes. Yeah. And during that penalty kill, you have to have a goalie that can stop pucks. Because yeah. they're going to get shots. They're, they're playing with an extra skater. So absolutely. they're going to get shots. They're going to get shots. you got to have a goalie that can stop pucks. And, uh, you know, the Lightning went back-to-back these last two years. Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. I mean, the dude's like 6'7". Yeah. He's absolutely Is massive. He really? yeah. That's freaking huge. He's huge. He takes and up the whole net. He doesn't even have to do anything. <laughs> I, exactly. And on top of that, he's unreal athletic. Yeah. And he's quick. Flexible, too, which is Flexible. Huge. I mean, and he was a core. Obviously, he's not the only thing, but I think going into the playoffs, and one of the reasons, I mean, Colorado's up 2-0 on the, on the Predators. Mm-hmm. Now, the Predators have a pretty decent goalie in UC Soros. Yeah. UC Soros got hurt, and now they have a backup in. Saw that. And a backup, I believe, got hurt as well. And so they're actually on their third-string goalie. Which is tough. Which is tough. And he put up a heck of a game in game two. They kept him at 1-1. They had to win in overtime. They had to win in overtime. But, I mean, Grubauer or whoever got the start, I don't remember who was in net. I'm pretty sure it was Grubauer for the Avalanche. He just stopped more pucks. Right. So that's the thing, too, is most of the good teams, they're going to have two goalies that they can throw at you at any given time. Kind of just a... Game time decision of whatever the coach is feeling and, yeah. and who they're going to put in net, you know, because, yeah, goalies go through phases too, right, where they're playing really well or, you know, they're not quite on top of it. Their mental game has to be really strong as well. So, yeah, that's – I mean, I just wanted to step back and give a little bit of a breakdown of, you know, what you're looking for. I feel like most of my listeners aren't going to necessarily be watching all of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And and even for me, like, oh, fine, I'll admit it. You know, I'm not – fully well-versed, otherwise I would have just done it by myself, but have Bryson on to give me some pointers of what you want to be looking for, and and that's what's huge in uh, in the NHL playoffs. I exaggerated. Andre Vasilevsky is only 6'3", but he looks 6'7", <laughs> on skates. Well, with all of his gear, on, come on. On skates, yeah. on skates. You got the helmet on, the skates. <laughs> he should be 6'7". Okay, yeah, we can we can go through some picks. Let's go. So almost every series is at three games. After tonight, every series will be at three games. Yeah. Who do you think has looked the best of the playoff teams? Who's been who's been really on top of it? Because most of these series are are at a, uh, at least both teams have won a game. Yeah, there's only I think one series that has. Yeah, it's just the abs. Yeah, it's just the abs, and they've only played two. So you know Nashville could steal one tonight, but other than that, everybody else has at least won a game. Yeah, um, I would say Carolina is looking really strong. That's what I was going to uh, say. They Especially lost. because Boston was kind of having this little surge of like, yes. yo, they might be able to make a run. And then yep. Carolina came in and kind of hushed that the first two games. Yeah, Carolina looked really strong the first two games. They even looked really strong last night. Uh, the Bruins were just, they were at home. They really did take advantage of that the home ice. from Boston is. Yeah. At playing at the garden, yeah, I mean, that's, it it's, it's crazy, but, but I believe Carolina's playing really, really well. 
and uh, also um, Toronto has played really, really well. A lot of Toronto people going against Tampa Bay, going the against Tampa Bay, back-to-back champs, the reigning champs. But Toronto's been playing really well. They've got a What's lot of Toronto's deal. What is their whole <laughs> shtick? Uh, What's the history on that? I've seen the commercials Toronto, and stuff. Toronto hasn't won a first round playoff series in 18 years. Oh. 18 long years for Toronto fans. And the Maple Leafs. The Maple and I, Leafs. And I mean, right, Toronto's like... That's hockey you know, mecca. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's yeah. that uh, any team in Canada, you know, they always have massive amounts of fans, but Toronto... Yeah, Toronto's re- just different. Toronto really does. I mean, that's that's hockey central. Yeah. And a lot of people even, I mean, talk about... I mean, about, Minnesota's the state of hockey, but Minnesota, we're talking about Canada. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Toronto, Toronto fans, the media, they are... They're crazy. Yeah. And so when they lose playoff series, when they play bad, the town goes crazy, the media goes crazy, and they're just, you know, crucifying people. So yeah. the last 18 years has been pretty rough. So I'm hoping they can get a get a first-round win against the, the reigning champs. The Maple Leafs have the MVP ring. That's where Austin Matthews playing. Yes, Austin Matthews plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He, uh, he's, he's the current favorite. It hasn't been announced yet. But. Yeah. The awards haven't come out yet, but but he is, um, he is. Is the, he a big? I mean, is he you know a big part of their success? I know that he had a he scored a bunch of points, but has most it been definitely. Like, he's he's the first American born uh, American born skater to uh, hit sixty goals in the regular season. Oh, dope! Uh, so he scores the puck. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, he's got uh, a really good line mate in Mitch Marner who feeds him the puck a lot uh, and also scores. But yeah, he's he's the the leading candidate I think for for the MVP this yeah. year. Yeah, and it might like I don't know. I guess I understand it, but I feel like it might sound silly to be like, oh, this guy scores the puck. But like, it's not right. It's not something everybody does. It's not something that's just a thing that a hockey player can do, even in the NHL, right? Like yeah. you got like there's a there's just another level of skill that some of these guys possess that's just. And it's not just skill either. It's just it's it's the smarts of, of playing hockey, right? Skill can only get you so far, as we've seen with, uh, I guess, a bunch of guys, right? Like, I feel like McDavid's one of the most skilled guys and the fastest skaters in the league. But it's like – and he's obviously also smart. But having that smart and just being in the right spot, you know, it leads yeah. to so many goals because you can't – you're not – more often than not, you're gonna be, not going to be able to score one on – four defensemen right like correct and get it past the goalie like you have to be in the right spot and like you were saying having a good line mate is is also huge as well so the nhl plays 82 regular season games and if you are a 30 goal scorer in the nhl that's considered elite yeah you know that's that's considered yeah you're you're one of the top goal scorers and he scored 60 and he scored 60 so he doubled that yeah so you know they had a couple a couple guys score 50 goals this year but i mean even that mart like 50 goals is unreal yeah so for for austin matthews to score 60 that's that's pretty Pretty, remarkable pretty huge yeah well that's dope i mean i'm you know i'm all about history with tampa bay going three in a row but at the same time like I love Toronto giving them a run for their money. They're up 2-1 in that one. Um, all right, dope. Who is, I guess that might fill the same role as as kind of a sleeper pick for you, maybe not, but, you know, who is not necessarily expected to advance but may be able to make a run at it? I would say the Penguins. Um, 
the Penguins are playing the Rangers, and the Rangers have the Vesna Trophy. I mean, the Vesna hasn't come out yet, but the Vesna is the best goaltender in the league, mm-hmm. and Igor Shosturkin for the Rangers is like almost definitely going to win the Vesna Trophy. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. minus four thousand odds. So <laughs> if he yeah. didn't win, that would be. Uh, anyway, so Igor Shosturkin for the Rangers um, is he has been a absolute beast in net. But the Penguins have a lot of veterans that have been to the playoffs, that know what it takes, and they have just been bringing another level yeah. to this series. I mean, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, uh, Crosby Jake, been one of the Jake best Gensel, NHL players for you know, quite these some guys time that are just they're. I mean. They just know what it takes, yeah. and they are going to battle, and they're going to play smart, and they're not going to take penalties, and they're going to – I mean, it, it, if the Rangers win, it will probably be in seven, and that's my sleeper pick to, you know, to make, to a, make, run, a, little to, run to make a little run. Yeah, because if the Pens win, series is tied 1-1 currently. I'm assuming they'll play tonight, um, and then they'll play the winner of, of Carolina and Boston. So, you know, it could be done if Boston can upset there and then – I know you're saying Carolina is one of the hottest teams, but, you know, the path is there um, for the Pens. And it it is funny, right, because, I don't know, at least for me, for quite some time, hockey's almost in this other realm of, like, not a major sport. I guess that's how it is for a lot of people, right? You have football, basketball, and baseball, and then hockey's kind of just there. And then, obviously, soccer is global. But it's, it's funny how similar it still is, right? Just having that veteran experience, right? Knowing what it takes, having people, having guys on your team who have already won it once, right? Like, absolutely. It's just a completely different feel to the team, feel to the locker room, this calming presence, um, which is why I was actually going to mention how about the Caps? How do you feel about the Capitals? Uh, the Capitals. They won it before <laughs> Tampa Bay, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. So they won it Capitals, three years ago. Capitals now. won uh, against the Golden Knights. And then uh, oh, that's ta- right, Golden Knights first year. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Golden then, Knights missed the playoffs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Capitals are playing the Panthers, and and the Panthers are, uh, you know, they're a high flying offense, and they score a lot of pucks. But again, you know, Alex Ovechkin, he's Alex challenged. Ovechkin is one of the best. I mean, he's one of the best goal scorers to ever live. Ever I mean, he's, live. He's, chasing, he's chasing Wayne Gretzky's record right now, but um, and the Capitals like. The veteran experience, like they literally were on a slump the last, you know, five, six games of the season. Yeah. And they were kind of playing poorly. But then they made it into the playoffs. They're the wild card, too. And it, that means they barely squeaked into the playoffs. Yeah. And they, you know, they stole one at home from Florida. Yeah. yeah. And which is huge. Which is so big. And it, I, it really is that veteran have presence. To be able, yeah, have of, to be able to win on a way ice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not shaking. The grade eight. You know what I mean? No. O- Ovi's not worried about anywhere he plays. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, the Capitals stealing one in Florida, and it's because of they've been there before. They have so many guys from that cup team three years ago that are still on the team. They know what it takes to win. They know what it takes in the playoffs. And it doesn't matter that they had a six, seven-game slump at the end of the regular season. They're going to bring it in the playoffs. That's going to be a tough matchup for Florida. Yeah, and I mean, that's the whole thing, right, is – and I talk about it all the time. I know we're talking about the intensity stays pretty pretty level throughout the regular season, but there's still a jump that happens when you get to the playoffs. And, like, the great teams know that. 
right? And it happens obviously way more in the NBA, but that's how I felt about the Bucks all year. It's like they don't really care what seed they get because Giannis hasn't even played over 30 minutes until the playoffs start, right? Like, Absolutely. And now he's playing – 38 to 40 minutes a game because they need to actually win and the playoffs are are where it matters and and the same translates to hockey it's like it yeah it's just different and the vets know and they know what they need to give and what it takes to win a cup um let's run through predictions real quick we'll just bust through them yeah colorado nashville uh colorado and four and four yeah they're really two oh they're Next gonna, two are going to be in Nashville. Yeah, they're going to sweep the Predators. I don't think I don't think the Predators going to steal a game. The Preds had a tough loss when you they take them, when you take them to overtime one one on your third string goalie <laughs> and and lose. That's that's, that's a heartbreaker for yeah, a team. That's tough. But yeah, it, I'm right. It's just a Cinderella team, right? They're trying to. You've done it for sixty minutes, and now you just need one goal to slip by, and you still lose. That's that's a tough one. Minnesota, St. Louis. I got the Wild in seven. This is oh uh, I, a lot of people believe this is the best matchup in the first round, right? And I I would probably like, yeah, agree the with NHL that. media. Yeah, we're yeah, not just yeah. saying that because we're Wild stands. No, <laughs> but we are. No, we we uh we really are. Uh, let me just give you this stat real quick. Um, so since since March sixteenth, the best points percentage. Minnesota Wild went eighteen two and three since March sixteenth. Describe breakdown points real quick. Oh yeah, points percentage show. So a win is two points. A loss in overtime is one point, okay. and a loss in regulation is zero points. So points percentage being every game is worth two points. What's you know how many points did you get out of right? The, I actually the possible. I thought in overtime, even if you won, it was still just one point. No. So no. A win is always two points. Win is always but a two. Loss in overtime. Loss you still in overtime get one. is one. Gotcha. And then a loss in regulation is zero. Gotcha. So. The Wild since March sixteenth, eighteen two and three. The Blues fifteen four and three. Uh, they're two of the hottest teams coming in. The, right. They two of the regular season games that these teams played against each other went into overtime. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a tough, tough battle. Yeah, I mean, game one, we're three minutes in, already dropping gloves. Like, yeah, it's it's an intense series, and in hockey, it's a little bit different, right? Because obviously, in the NBA, you can you can have that anger i guess that that builds up against one another because you're playing a seven game series but it doesn't have the intensity factor that hockey has right so like it it would be like if the nfl you had to play a team three times in a row yeah because you're getting smashed all night by these guys and now you just go see them in two days and do the same thing over again. Like yeah, that definitely. anger and that passion just continues to build. And after and every series can get out of control. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you go to seven games. You've played six games <laughs> in a row, bashing heads with these guys. And, and like the, the extracurriculars after every whistle, dude. Dudes are yeah, taking sticks. Yeah. Dudes are punching each other's faces. They're trying to whitewash each other. And, it, and I mean, they're grappling after every single whistle. Yeah. These dudes are grappling. And I mean, it just wears on you, dude. Yeah. Like you just get so pissed off that you just want to fight somebody. And then you do because you can. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Wild and seven. The Flames and the Stars. Dallas Stars. Uh, flames versus stars. I have flames in five. Top line for the flames is just going to be too much. They have their top line. Every single one of them has scored more than forty goals this season. Oh, yeah. Johnny Gaudreau, Matthew Kachuk, and uh, I'm forgetting the other guy on that line. But they're. I mean, 
the top line of the Flames, they're going to carry them in five. All right. Seriously tied 1-1 there. Edmonton and the Kings. Edmonton took a 2-1 lead last night. Uh, I got the Oilers in six. Uh, McDavid has 123 points in the regular season. Uh, so which leads the NHL. Which leads the NHL. He uh, he got the Art Ross Trophy, which so is... let's talk points in a game. Oh, yeah. So a, a, a goal is a point and an assist is a point. And you can also get secondary assists. So the hockey assist. The hockey assist, exactly. So the secondary assist is if I pass it to Parker, Parker passes it to Nate, Nate scores the goal. I get a secondary assist. Parker gets the primary assist. Nate gets the goal. But it's still one point. But it's still yeah. one point for every single person on. Yeah. So on Connor that McDavid chart. is just Connor McDavid had 123 points in 82 games. He was almost a point and a half per game, which is unreal. And his <laughs> line mate Leon Dreitsidel has 110 points. Old so smokers. They uh yeah. They're pretty much just feeding the puck back and forth to each other, <laughs> yeah. scoring goals left and right. That's that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. Is he gonna win one? McDavid has to win one at some point, right? Yeah, he's got to win one at some point. And Dreisaitl's the guy to do it with. All right, Oilers in five. Flip to the other side. Florida versus Washington. Florida Series versus 1-1. Florida versus Washington. I have the Panthers in six. That was my pick before, but we'll... Uh, it's just hard. We'll, it's we'll exactly see. what we'll we're saying. see how that pans out. I picked Panthers in six because their offense is just so stalwart, and then Capitals just took it to them in game one. So I was yeah. like, oh, man, Whew, maybe. All right, Maple Leafs, Lightning. Uh, I actually have the Maple Leafs in five. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, Smacking them around. Yeah. Um, Vasilevsky did not look good in game one. And they lost like 5 0, right? Yeah. yeah. Five goals Vas- in a playoff game. Yeah. That's not. Vasilevsky looked really bad. And the whole team, actually, I mean, this is their third run at a Stanley Cup. They're trying to go back to back to back. It's unbelievable. That is so much hockey. It's so intense. They're fatigued. They're beat down. Obviously, they want to do it. I just don't know. I, that passion just isn't there anymore. I don't I, care what anybody says. Yeah, I the just The passion don't to know. do what is necessary, like we've been talking about, to give that extra 5% on every single play just isn't there after you won two straight. You yeah. can go back and watch the last dance, right? Like after they, they talked about it in both times. They went on their three straight and then took a break and then went three straight again. And that third championship in both of those runs is so bloody difficult. It is so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Cuz it's so hard to win in the playoffs. It just is. You have to you have to like I keep saying, you have to make that extra play every single time. And yeah. and I mean, in Toronto they they played last night and they played at Tampa Bay and Toronto just manhandled yeah. them. Yeah. It was a it was a, you know, Toronto did what they needed to. Carolina versus Boston. Uh I had the Canes in 5. So, um the Bruins have actually knocked the Canes out of the playoffs twice in the last three years. And so I think Carolina's pretty fed up. Pretty I fed think, up with it. Yeah, I think they're, uh, they got a lot to play for. And I think that chip on their shoulder is going to lead them to a victory. I don't know if they'll meet. I, I mean, five games is probably too few. It might well, be the, like the six first, or the seven. The first two games but, were pretty decided. I mean, Boston was never yeah. really in them. And then, yeah. again, playing at TD Garden is just difficult. Yeah. And I think that Boston – Came out with quite a bit of energy and stole one last night, but Carolina looked like they've looked like the better team pretty much every game. Yeah, the final game, Rangers Pens. I got the Rangers in seven. Uh, I think, 
Eagle well, didn't have your sleeper pick winning. <laughs> well, I just think Shesterkin's going to be too much. Yeah. I really do. I mean, the Penguins absolutely could win this yeah. series, like 100%. I just, in my gut, I feel like Shesterkin is just going to make— you got a goalie that's playing out of his mind. He's just yeah, going to— I think the Vesna Trophy winner to be— Probably <laughs> minus four thousand odds. Minus four thousand odds. Uh, I just think he's gonna, you know, he's gonna make some incredible saves. And those goals that, you know, when it's a one zero game and you're trying to tie it, send it into overtime, or you know, you're trying to, you know, mount a comeback in the third period. I just think the goaltending is just yeah. going to be stalled. It's those random he's bounces. Gonna, he's going to we be a brick house. It's those random bounces we were talking about in the beginning, but. In the keeper sense, it's that little bit of energy where he snags it with his glove or just barely tips it away with his stick, right? It's about across the line, right? Like, you know, the best goalies in the world are going to make that extra play, and and then it's hard to win in overtime. Like we saw with the Avalanche and the Predators. Like, it's just hard to win in overtime. Yep. Um, all right, dope. Anything else you want to hit? Any any uh, you know, gushing wild takes? <laughs> Minnesota wild takes, not something wild. <laughs> uh Dollar Bill, Kirill Kaprizov, <laughs> resetting the record books in Minnesota. Won the Calder Trophy last year, Rookie of the Year. Came back. Uh, some people say he might have had a sophomore slump. I disagree with that. He uh, had over 100 points in the regular season. 106. 106. And he uh, set the record for most points in a single season, most goals in a single season, and most assists in a single season for the Minnesota Wild. In Wild he, history. In Wild history. He also had the first hat trick for the Minnesota Wild in, in the playoffs. So, game uh, one. Or game two. Game two. Yeah. So, we lost game one. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big. Dollar Bill Carrill. Dollar Bill Carrill. He's Kirill, got a bunch of different Kirill names. The thrill, Kirill the Thrill. I sometimes call it Capri Sun. Just yeah. you know, Capri Sof, Capri Sun. It's pretty similar. Kirill, Capri Sun. <laughs> Those are the wild takes. Um, yeah, I think that'll do it for the NHL episode. I appreciate Bryson hopping on with me. Um, maybe we'll be able to get him on. I don't know if he'll be down here again. We're in the studio now. Um, I can maybe zoom him in, you know, after the playoffs or something and, and we can break it down again, but I'll try and keep you guys updated on what's going down with the NHL playoffs. And then as I was saying, some more NBA stuff coming later this week, really digging into the first round and getting into the second round. Um, going to be breaking all that stuff down later this week, hopefully with, um, Hayden Coombs as well. Appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you.